Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome to episode dos of At the End, the end of the Day. Today's episode is going to be about being gay. Because ah. <laughs> me and Sam are both members of the LGBTQ community. LGBTQIA plus community. Yes. And so we're going to talk about like each other's journeys of coming out and all of that jazz and what it means to us. Um, so Sam, I think I'm going to let you take the wheel here, buddy, because you're the one that came out first. Oh, that's so true. That so I think true. you should tell your story first. Okay. Well, back, back in, wait, coming out to you were like the people. Like your journey with like self-discovery. And obviously oh, okay. that will involve all of the coming out. Oh, he changed the lights blue. Yeah, wow. it's actually purple. Oh, sorry, purple. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was like crazy. So obviously we were in lockdown. Well, okay, before that, I was like little boy, not little boy. And I was like, I kind of always like knew. Not that something was wrong. I just kind of like knew. And I was just like, I didn't like have a label on it. I was just like who I was. And that was like the time of my life. That was in like sixth class, maybe. But I like it wasn't like a big deal to me. But then like kind of like out kind of like trying to figure out what it was was like the bigger deal I would be like in the car maybe going to Dublin and I'd be like in like having like inner torment <laughs> can I stop you for one second can you try yeah. and stop saying like so much <laughs> no you literally just went uh, we were like in the car like going to like Dublin and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was in the vehicle and we were headed towards Dublin Ireland <laughs> and uh, there was like I don't know. I'd have like, sorry, <laughs> I'd have turmoil in my head about it. Not, not like crazy turmoil, but like, <laughs> <laughs> not crazy turmoil, but. Mm, um... <laughs> okay, just try and forget I said anything. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. We only have 40 minutes. We need to do this, girl. Just let me speak. And. You know, I was thinking about it and then I just kind of like, I settled on gay, first of all, like fully one hundo. And then I was like, that. and then when we went into lockdown, which would have been 2020, the first ever one, I we were in a group text with like two of our other friends. And I just like said that, I was like, y'all, I'm gay. Woo! something about that and then that was like fine you were like because I like I knew you people and you were like yes so happy for you I thought you came out to me when we were going to the park I have it in my head that we were walking to the park together and you came out to me when we were walking that was Korean oh are you sure because I could I could nearly have sworn that he came out to me in the group chat and you came out to me on a walk no I was group chat and he was the walk. All right, okay. I don't know why I like cover my to say Kidian. I don't feel like we should be outing people. But yeah. 
And yeah, and then that was in like April 2020. And then in like July, the 1st of, actually the 4th of July. That's why I remember all the time. Crazy. Crazy. I was like going to her I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. And I was like, and I said to my mom and dad, I was like, hi, just let you know. I didn't say that. I was like, I'm gay. And they're like, yes. And then we hugged and that was like that. Mm. yeah they're just like you know people are like homophobic and like crazy and I'm like okay I know (laughs) so yeah did you sorry sorry. no you Mm -hmm. say it okay have you come out to like your grandparents or like any extended family or has it just been your parents um not like explicitly I just kind of like exist I don't know I th- I think my mom said my grand mm-hmm. but that's like fine because I you know I don't know really about your sister yeah girl she was the first to know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I text her I was like hi gay and she's like slay because like I feel like it was like common knowledge except for like I feel like it was just common knowledge. Like, I kind of, like, I'm a lot more, like, feminine than other boys. And I have, like, a higher-pitched voice than, like, the gay voice. You know? Mm. You know, the gay voice. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know... Don't yeah. get me started on the walk, girl. Those hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> girl, Nora. Um, yeah. Actually, you know, one, one, sorry, this is like an anecdote, but my sister said to me before, she was like, we were like listening to music in my room. She was like, you know, if you didn't tell, tell my, tell me you were gay, I'd already, I already knew from your music taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it's so factual. It's like Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rihanna, yeah. bitch, Taylor Swift. Yeah, literally. Like, I mean, it's just I'm like, not trying to judge, but like, it's very stereotypical, like, feminine gay yeah. boy. Well, um, okay. Wait, sorry. What about your journey to thinking about bisexuality? Ooh, tea. So, yes, the rumors are true. <laughs> I am actually, <laughs> I am bi, like, completely. I've like come to terms I'm just like you know it's just like the thing and that's it wasn't really like it was like when I came out first I was kind of like I don't I was thinking that I was like I don't know if that's like right it didn't feel right and then I just kind of like thought better and then we were like going somewhere and I said it to you and we were just like talking about it I think something along those lines I said I was figuring it out Mm -hmm. and you know, I've been, I've, like, always thought, like, men more, whatever. But I am, like, 50-50. So that's, I'm not always, like, I, I don't, like, say that I'm, like, bi. I'm just, like, whatever, whenever we're meant to be together, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of it for me. Like, did it change anything, like, in you? No, like, not in a weird way, but, like, I'm not going to talk about me yet because that'll come after. But, like, when you came out, did it feel like a weight lifted or did, do you oh. think it added more complications? Yeah. 
it was like great it was like oh my god like I just feel like like I just because it was always on my mind Mm -hmm. and then I feel like that's like well a lot of things like not like to go off topic but with like where like anxiety and like depression and stuff like that it's like when it's on your mind it's so heavy but when you say it or when you write it down it's a lot easier to comprehend I guess so saying coming out is I guess it is kind of a big deal but not unlike well for me it was to have that peace of mind because I feel like the people in my life in my life weren't like well they'd like knew yeah <laughs> they knew before I did they knew when I popped out <laughs> but like yeah and it was just kind of like I felt like a new person, if you get me. Like, I felt like I could just be myself and just go with the flow. Mm. And just, like, I was a lot happier, I think, than I was before. Because I, obviously, you know, keeping that kind of thing in is a hard thing to do. But now, kind of now, I have no problem just saying that, like, I'm, like, whatever. And... Mm. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't, and I don't find myself wanting to tell people. Like, I yeah. don't want to tell, like, my whole family. Because, like, it they, doesn't concern them in the first place. But also, like, it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. Did you have, like, a gay awakening? Like, some celebrity? You're watching, like, Jesse, and you saw some, like, hot hunk of meat. And you were like, give me a piece of that. <laughs> um actually not like an explicit like kind of gay moment that you remember yeah it, I don't have like a thing that like when people ask me that I'm just like no like I just kind of like whenever I see boys I'm like oh he's hot or like whatever mm. I'd be like attracted and then I see like a girl I'm like oh she's fit she's fit lad and... oh look at that bunda fam <laughs> look at that bird she's so fit and yeah it wasn't like a big thing it was just like Mm. but to like ease confusion I guess because you did at the start you said we're both gay which is true we just say that we're gay because it's a lot easier to say than getting the technicalities Mm -hmm. I guess yeah we are queer folk we are is it my turn? Yeah. Unless you have more questions for me. I have a I have a quite a significantly longer story, I reckon, than yours. Yeah, probably. Mine's more recent, I would say. Mm. Right, so growing up I didn't really have much time to think about whether I liked vagina or not. Um <laughs> And, like, I sort of fell in with this group that was just boy crazy. And I was like, yeah, same. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't necessarily, I didn't feel wrong to me. Like, I wasn't like, this doesn't feel like who I am at all. Like, that wasn't the case. I just sort of didn't think about it when it was happening. And, like, when I was kissing boys, it wasn't like, um, I wasn't worried that I wasn't feeling anything 
but yeah so the first time I ever thought about it not boys was this was my gay awakening was I was watching Liv and Maddie oh yeah and the other way they're like the twins and one of them's really girly and one of them's like really tomboyish and like like that is that Liv and Maddie am I thinking of the right show yeah I was like oh lads I'd I'd go for both of them and that was weird and I sort of was like "Mm, I think I just want to be I don't know which one is the feminine one but I was like telling myself in my head I think I just want to be her and because the other one is like tomboy it's just giving me like boy vibes and that's why I'm attracted to the other one so it was like I was very much pushing it down um and then I was friends with loads of girls as well. And like, they'd all say shit like, oh, like, did you hear this one's a lesbian? Like, I reckon she's had a crush on all of us before. And it was like, I can't express that because they're all going to think that I fancy them. And like, because at the time I thought that they were my only friends, I didn't want my only friends to think that I wanted to get with them all. Yeah. So that was quite shit. Um, And then my dad went through this terrible phase of like wishing he had a son and he would just dress me in boys clothes consistently like checkered shirts I'm not saying that they're boys clothes but like back at the time that I was wearing them yeah um in like checkered shirts and like really loose jeans and these dreadful dreadful shoes (laughs) that I remember so vividly and I just, I looked like um, a lumberjack. Anytime I went to see my dad, I looked like a lumberjack. Slick back ponytail, like not a chance to breed. And like, I knew then that there was something off because I didn't hate it. Yeah. Like I wasn't like, I feel really uncomfortable right now. I want to have nail polish on and lipstick and makeup and all. Like I know they're all stereotypically feminine things, but that's the way my mind worked when I was that age. Then... Um, it was just like I went through a phase of like not talking about boys or anyone to like my mom and my sister which I would have talked to about it like all the time and anytime my sister was like talking about boys or my mom I wouldn't be interested like at all and they were like confused about it Sam's like disappearing and getting my glasses, sorry. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just wasn't interested in anything they had to say about it. So like anytime I'd go out with a friend or anything, I'd come home and they'd be like, um, did you meet your boyfriend today? And then they'd quickly go, or girlfriend, or girlfriend. And I'd start to get really defensive and be like, I don't like girls. Like point blank, don't like girls. I get really tick with them. We've we had like fallouts about it. Um then I went to secondary school and all girls. It was an all girls secondary school, although I can confirm, oh my god, can I confirm that they were all Jesus Christ. No, that was the all girls school, let me tell you, was not the reason why I wanted to get with girls. Um secondary school. It was such like an open place for like all that jazz because our principal was literally gay himself and was 
married to a gay man. Well, I'd hope he was a gay man. <laughs> Not a straight one. Um, so, like, I don't know, just being in that, like, openness and, like, not being friends with people like who I was friends with, it was kind of make me think about it a little bit more. And then I started going to Ute Theatre, which obviously is the gayest place you can go. <laughs> like literally everyone was something or another. And like you're you learn new terms for the LGBTQ community every single day. And then I met Sam and Killian, mm-hmm. who are very eccentrically themselves. Yeah, you can say gay. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know, I just started, like, not necessarily pushing it away anymore, but I didn't really think about it either. Then they they went to this, like, little phase of coming out. They all kind of came out, not around the same time. Killian came out first, I think. And then went back in and then came out again. Yeah. But because of that, I was thinking about it a little bit more. But, like, eventually I'll sort of fizzed up in my little head and yeah I came out to my mom and she said I know and I went great and then she went are you gonna tell your dad and I said I don't know yet but then I went upstairs and I rang my friends and I was like I think I should come out to my dad but I'm scared and they said do it so I texted him because me and my dad had decision and have like a completely rekindled relationship and he just said I don't care as long as you're happy yeah. and they treat you right and then I went down and told my mom, and I was like, I just came out to my dad. And he was like, like, accepting of it. And she got really annoyed at me. She was like, I thought you said you weren't going to tell him. And, like, it just completely kind of ruined it all for me. So, like, I don't have a glorious coming out story, like, she didn't hug me or anything. She just said, I know. And then went back to watching The Housewives. And I was like, right, fab. I didn't tell my sister. I still haven't officially said to her, I'm gay. We were walking downtown once, and our friend... Oh yeah. Uh, went. We were talking about something, and she went, "Oh, and like you're just so gay, or something like that." And I just turned around and I, I said, "Um, my sister didn't know that yet." <laughs> and Cora didn't really say anything. Like she wasn't. She literally didn't say anything. So I think she knows. She must know. But even now it doesn't feel easier. Like, I think, like, for you, it's great that you didn't have any problems after coming out. I'm not saying you didn't, but, like, in terms of your sexuality. Yeah. Whereas, since I've come out, it's only gotten worse. Because since I've come out, it's led to, like, really horrible issues and struggles with, like, my gender identity. And how I present and like even still my sexuality like I found the only I've ever only ever been in relationships with boys and like at every single relationship I've been in with a fella I've been lying to myself and I've been lying to my friends about the fact that I feel a sexual attraction to them because I don't and yeah. like then I was thinking I was asexual but then I was like I'm not though because I'm not asexual when it comes to women so, like, I don't know if it's just, like, my trauma and, like, dad issues that makes me love male validation so much. And, like, that's kind of what I crave in terms of men. But yeah. I don't feel a sexual attraction to men. And, like, even the most recent relationship I had, 
I complained. Like, I was just trying to convince everyone around me that I was attracted to him and I wasn't. Yeah. And, like, I, I just don't know. Because, like, I still see men and I'm like, oh, like, they're attractive. But, like, I've watched so many videos and seen so many creators as well say things like, you can be gay and still find people, like, physically beautiful that, like, are the opposite gender and like that's normal yeah. but it's confusing to me because i grew up with like the the teachings that like being gay meant you were repulsed by the opposite sex but it's not that you're repulsed by them you're not even repulsed but like you're just not attracted to their like genitalia <laughs> yeah and like i don't know if i'm let i'm a lesbian because at the end of the day i still have this like image in my head of like that perfect life with children and being married and all that jazz and like my mom still very much kind of acts like I'm straight not because she's homophobic like she'll never she she she's not homophobic but like she'll sort of forget like she'll be like any new fellas and but she won't she'll forget to ask about girls yeah but yeah I don't want to say that I'm lesbian because I don't know if I am. But, like, I don't feel a sexual attraction to men. Like, at all? No. Mm-hmm. The thought of having... That's the first time I've admitted that. The thought yeah. of having sex with a man, or, like, a man doing things to me makes me feel a little bit uneasy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's just that or, like, I don't know. But in terms of, like, the gender identity stuff, it's, like, I have a friend who is very masculine presenting. Like, that's just the way she is. She's completely straight and identifies as a cis woman. And, like, Anytime we're together, people are like, are you gay to her and not me? So, like, it, whenever I tell people I'm gay, they're like, are you sure? Like, you don't look gay. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean I don't look gay? Like, you can't. And then you it don't. confuses me because it's like, do I need to dress like a man to look gay? Do I need a man spread to look gay? Like, and it's just, it's confusing because it's making me, like, lose track of my style and my sense and, like, who I am in general. And, like, that's probably one of the biggest issues I have in life right now is, like, who the fuck am I? Yeah. Because I don't know. And, like, that whole stereotype of, like, having one, like, masculine presenting woman in a gay relationship and having one feminine woman... And it's like, but what if I want to be both? Because, like, I have days where I want to be, like, not, where, like, I don't want to look feminine. And then I have days where that's all I want to look. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that that's a thing to mention, that there's no, like, you can't physically, at least I think, you can't physically be or look gay. You can act it, but like if a like for your instance, like I feel like a lot of people think that lesbians are like 
I don't know why I struggle to say that word. <laughs> a lot of people think that lesbians are like really masculine and like male, I guess. But yeah. It's just really not the case for, I guess, a lot of people. It's just, I think I'm very much still repressive of that side of myself, even after coming out. And, like, I thought it'd get easier, but, like, it just hasn't. Like, I'm very much comfortable with the fact that I like women. Like, that's not the issue that I'm, like, struggling with. It's just, like, I still feel obliged to, like, men. And, like, when I'm sat in, like, a room of people and 99% of them are straight and talking about men, it's, like... I have no choice but to. Yeah. And I think it's my internalised, like, anxiety as well, that, like, whenever I do talk about women, people sort of look at me weird. But, like, that's definitely just in my head and no one actually cares. But then I probably still have, like, a little bit of trauma from being in a group of girls that were like, she's a lesbian, that means she fancied me. Because, like, I don't want my friends to think that either because that's just not the case for, like, lesbians. Like, (laughs) I've been friends with many, many women, none of which I've had a crush on. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's mainly my how I present that's, like, annoying. But other than that, I'm good to go. (laughs) You're here for anything. Well, I think that's an... That, like... Well, I didn't know that was the first time I'm hearing about that. And mm. we're living on a podcast. But, like, you know. Well, it's good that you got it out, as I've said before. And that you're comfortable in telling. And I think that that's... Unfortunately, I just took myself off. That's, un- like... I feel like a part of identifying with the the LGBTQ. Community. I'm rolling with the LGBT. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I guess maybe doubting yourself and not feeling that you're like conforming to what the like stereotype is. Mm. Uh, that sounds like so like preachy and like weird, but like. It's true, because, like, I, like, completely understand you. But I also feel like, like, for me, it's it's never been, like, a thing. But I've always thought about, like, when I'm talking to people, specifically, like, men, who I, like, suspect are straight, that I'm, like, oh, my God. Do I, like, sound really, like, gay right now? What, like, am I, like, am I, like, being too feminine? And then I feel like people call it, like, a code switch. Like, Mm. it's, like, you, um, you feel, you feel, I get maybe not uncomfortable, but you feel like that in a situation where there's a lot of people around like mm-hmm. people who you might feel like judge that you change that you change the way you talk or the way you act, and yeah. I've 
I even like I feel like I do that in school a lot I just don't like speak a lot in school like I wouldn't really want my habit that much to talk because that just like freaks me out even though in like our school like people don't care really yeah you went to an all-boys school yeah literally and like like the way you talk about how you get treated in school like surprises me sometimes because for some reason I had it in my head that like boys would just be constantly saying no, shit. Like honestly, like the people I talk to, the people I'm friends with in school are like so nice. Mm. And they're like they don't care. Like literally none of them care. And I've there are a lot of them kind of like I obviously I feel like that a lot of like how they're brought up or just kind of I feel like it's a very like like oh he's so gay and like blah, blah, blah. but they wouldn't mm. like say they wouldn't say anything like I'm like oh you're such a faggot to me oh maybe I shouldn't say that on that thing um they wouldn't like say anything they just don't care they just yeah. live their lives and they get on with it and I feel like that's a good thing because I feel like if people are like I don't know like asking tons of questions and just being like weird about it it's more I find that more off-putting than when people are like are clearly like uncomfortable I guess Mm. I don't I don't like when people are like they're like obviously trying to I don't know get something out of you or I don't know you know what I mean no, you don't. <laughs> I don't know. That was just all words. Yeah, that's a lot of words. <laughs> but yeah. Um. One thing that I found a lot when, like, I started trying not to deny it was men saying shit like, "Oh, does that mean I can join in on a threesome?" And it's like, it's. Like, what? It's such a weird thing to say. Such a weird thing to say. And it's like, no, obviously you can't. And, like, just because, like, I don't think people actually understand what being bi is. And, like, I don't even like saying that I'm bi. Like, I don't like the labels. Yeah. Like, I always say that I don't feel like I fit any of them. Because, I don't know, it's just, it's so confusing. It's so painful to think about. And it's like, if I was to dress... Okay. Here's my thing with dressing. When I leave the house, and this is like a proven, this is like a psychological experiment I did, right? I got the bus every single day, right? And supposedly this whole time I had had the wrong ticket. But... For some reason, on this these Wednesdays, every week in the morning, it would be the same bus driver. So I got on the bus and I like, it was summer and I had my boobs out and I looked down nice and had my makeup on and all that jazz. And I got on the bus with this wrong ticket. He let me on, right? Yeah. Then there was like two weeks of this. And then there was one week where I was in a really bad mood. So I woke up that morning and I was like, I'm not putting any makeup on today. I'm going to dress like a homeless person. Tied my hair up. It was all greasy. I looked rotten. (laughs) And I got on the bus and he was like, you have the wrong ticket. The same bus driver? Same bus driver. He was like, you have the wrong ticket. I was like, what do you mean I have the wrong ticket? I've been getting on this bus for 
over a month with the same ticket. And he was like, you have the wrong ticket. He was like, that's out of this zone. You have to get a ticket that's more expensive so you can go travel around this zone. And I was like, right, but I've been getting on this ticket. I've been getting on the bus with this ticket for a month and you've never said anything to me about it. And he's like, well, I'm saying it today. Maybe I just didn't notice it before. And I felt like saying, why? Because you were looking at my tits every other time. And it was like, I don't know, that feeling of like being treated less because I didn't look as nice was horrible. And like, even though I felt more comfortable looking how I was looking that day with like a trackie on and my hair up and no makeup, it felt, it almost was worth the getting up an extra hour early to get ready was worth being treated respectfully even though he was treating me respectfully by completely disrespecting me because he was just looking at my face my tits all the time and like that's a terrible thing to admit to myself is that you know the male validation that I get sort of boosts my confidence but like I'd be lying if I said it didn't yeah and I'd be lying if I said sometimes that's what I needed but like I don't want that to be the case and like what I'm currently trying to do for myself is be fully confident dressing like a man (laughs) quite frankly because I'm happier that way and I get looked at less that way and there's a part of me from all those years ago when I was repressing everything who would who only wants the male validation and then there's me now who feels better without it but like that little part of inside me is like screaming for it. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's not a nice thing to admit. But like, I don't know. Hi everyone. Sorry for the terrible quality. I cannot for the life of me find the thing that I attached to my phone to get my mic attached to it. For the life of me can't find it. So um basically <laughs> Uh, I use a very, very ancient laptop to transfer all of the audio recordings from the podcast um, to a different device so that I can edit it without it getting glitchy. But unfortunately, we lost the second half of the footage for this podcast. But I felt that it was slightly too important not to post. So regardless, I'm going to post it. In the second half, it was a bit more lighthearted and I do kind of wish that you had seen that because it felt like a very serious serious podcast for the fact that, like, me and Sam just love to joke all the time. But, um, yeah, it, it you know, it, it's an important episode and I, I've, I wanted people to hear it. Um, but we basically just talked about um, our favourite, like, gay um, couples in, like, TV series and movies and stuff and... Like, we talked about how being gay is portrayed in films and TV shows. It was funny. Um, I'm really sad that we lost the footage, but it's completely my fault and I'm sorry. Hopefully it won't happen again. Um, maybe I need to invest in a better laptop, but I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, thank you for listening, if you made it all the way to the end. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for the next one. So, yeah, thanks again. Ah.